Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. Romans chapter 8 verse 19. The whole creation is groaning and waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. To be delivered from the bondage of corruption. Look at the world around you. Just a few days ago, they were in COP27 in Sharm el-Sheikh in, in Egypt. They are, they are, they are the world, the, all the countries of the world are afraid of global warming. It is a fact, a scientific fact. You know, carbon dioxide you know, uh, in the air, you know, goes into the ozone layer and is blocking the, uh, it's creating a greenhouse effect. What that means is this. When heat comes, ordinarily it should escape into the, into the atmosphere and go out and be dissipated. But it bounces back because of the ozone layer. So the ozone layer acts as a kind of um, uh, cover, covering over the earth. So that's why I call it a greenhouse. If you go into a greenhouse, it's very hot. You know, uh, because there's nowhere for the heat to go. So the, the ozone layer has created a covering over the earth that is trapping the heat in the earth. So the temperature of the earth is rising at an alarming rate. The glaciers, the icebergs in the, in the, in, in the North Pole, you know, are melting. Because they are melting, the, uh, 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 um, Level of the sea is increasing. We are told by cosmologists, sorry, by um, oceanologists, these people who do geography and ocean, that it is speculated. You know, this is by uh, a statistical, scientific prediction. If, that is, if you look at the rate at which the earth is heating up, if it continues to heat up like that, by it is where we're told this, you know, by 2010, by that time we'll be gone. That is not 2010, 2000. That is, you know, that will be, you know, we're in, we're in 19, we're, we're in 2022 now. So that'll be in about 80 years time. Okay. By 20, uh, 2000, um, 2100 years, you understand? Lagos will be totally submerged. So all of you have houses in VI. <laughs> Maybe you want to de-invest and don't worry, we'll be gone by then in Jesus' name. And that's why we have to hurry up. They're afraid. President Biden made a very passionate call the other day and was begging all you know, telling all the nations that we all, we all have to do something seriously about this. Because if we wait another five or ten years, the rate at which the plant is heating up, it will become irreversible. There'll be nothing you can do to stop. So you see now, there, there are more fires, more floods, more effort. It's been increasing. It's, it's, it, it, is, it is not a hoax. It is a scientific fact. Global warming is real. But then what if a Moses comes along? And Elisha comes along. And he says, 
See. Go down. Temperature. Drop. And he drops. And they measure it. They will say there is no other God. It's similar, similar to what Moses did in Egypt. But this is in the positive rather than the negative. Controlling climatic and environmental conditions by the power of God. Why not? We, need, we actually need to create that space for ourselves. For these next 20 or so years we're going to be here. In order to be able to preach the gospel in every nation. We can't afford global warming to be, you know, to just be, you know, uh, enveloping every nation. So wherever we go, the global warming will recede. Glory be to God. Do you now see why you need the oath? See, when I say things like that, ah! that's why God confirmed the promise with an oath. We're now in the season of the manifestation of this glory. I shared this with us a few weeks ago. Solomon's temple was finished in the eighth month. So it was not dedicated until the seventh month of the next year. So it was not used. Well, they didn't use it. I'm sure they were doing a lot of work and putting um, uh, what they call the furniture and all of that inside it. But they weren't using it as a temple until after the dedication. And that's when the fire and the glory of God fell. So we're in that type of season now. So close, this piece of tabernacles has just passed. You know, we're actually in the eighth month now. You know, and, and, and we, that's why this message is prophetic and it is present truth. We need to press in now to lay hold on that glory. Closing. How? I mentioned this before. Psalm 102, verse 16. Psalm 102. It's a beautiful scripture. All these are prophetic scriptures. Zuz, you know, I, I, I think it's David. I'm not sure. I think it's David. Let me see. What did it tell you at the beginning? Yes. The, no, no, it's not David. It, it doesn't say who wrote it. It just says the prayer of the afflicted. You know, it could have been David. We're not sure. But it doesn't matter. It says, so the heathen. Look at verses 15 and 16. Everybody open your mouth. Say, so the heathen. Turn to your neighbor and say, the heathen are the nations. The, the, what is coming is going to be a global phenomenon. You're not going to be down in the corner. So the heathen, sh- the nations, that will include Saudi Arabia. It will include Russia. Hello? It will include the Islamic Republic of Iran. Hello, it'll include, you know, communist China. The, what's the name of that guy? In North Korea. Pomyang. There, all these people. So the nations shall fear the name of the Lord. You see, this, look at what I've just described. I, I, I talked about three things just now. I talked about the healing of the leper, like Naaman. I talked about the raising of the dead like Lazarus. I talked about, you know, reversal of global warming like Moses. You can't do those kind of things and they will not be afraid. Then so shall the heathen, the nations, fear the name of the Lord. And some, 
It's going to be a worldwide global phenomenon. Everybody's going to see it. All. All. The kings of the earth shall what? Thy glory. They will fear your name and they will fear your glory. Why? They will see it. They will see the glory of God. And they will be afraid of us. And the scripture will then be fulfilled. They shall see you according by the name of the Lord. And they shall be. Nehemiah. And all they were afraid of Elisha. They, were, had a, they had a security, you know, council meeting in Syria. That's how serious it got. And the king called all his top generals and everybody. Say, which one of you is a spy? He said, no, I'm not a spy. He said, every time we go to Israel, they seem to know where we are coming from. They said, oh, king, they had heard. Oh, they will hear about you. They said, there is a prophet in Samaria. He was in Dathan at that time. He know what you are saying in your bedchamber. He knows it. How did they know? People as remote as, as generals, military people in Syria, as far away as Syria, the fame of Elisha had gone through all the nations. And all the kings thy glory. Verse 16. Uh, we're coming to the how now. Verse 16. When, I'm going to ask a rhetorical question in a minute. When the Lord shall build up Zion, he shall what? Now, let's, let's, let's flip it round. When will he appear in his glory? Let's uh, answer the question. When will he appear in his glory? When will he appear in his glory? Now, the question is, how does he build up Zion? So, so we want him to appear. We want the glory to appear. So how do we now build up Zion? Acts chapter 20. We've got two or three more scriptures to go. Acts chapter 20. Am I talking to anybody here? Am I talking to anybody here? <laughs> the, the Holy Ghost just said something to me now. You know, I don't want to embarrass you. But uh, I want to shock you shock you out of your unbelief you know the only when i said you know is anybody listening to me he said ask them do i have any believers here <laughs> you're a believer but are you an unbelieving believer or are you a believing believer Acts 20 verse 32. And now brethren. I commend you to God. This is Paul. Giving a final charge to the Ephesian elders. Before he left Ephesus for the last time. And he told them. They said you're not going to see my face. In the face. You're, not, you're not going to ever see me again. Physically. They escorted him. You know to the, to the near the boat. You know, the elders and their children and you know, people escorted him because they loved Paul. Paul did great things in Ephesus. So he says, now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Oh my God. And to the word of his grace, 
which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. That inheritance spirit without measure. Now it tells you that the way you're going to get it is through the word of God. That word is able to build you up. And honey, Pastor G, look at this. This word is Old Testament. There was no, there was no epistles at that time. The word he was talking about there was the, was the Old Testament scriptures, the Torah and the prophets. Genesis to Malachi. So there is enough revelation. Oh, glory to God. Inside the Old Testament to build you up and give you an inheritance. If only you can read it with revelation. You know what he said? He said, buy of me, I salve. See, when you read the Old Testament, don't read it. The Bible says in uh, uh, Paul writing, he says, up till today, when Moses is read, the veil is on their hearts. So, and you know, sadly, so many Christians are still like that. They read the Old Testament, they don't know what they are reading. So Jesus said, beginning from Moses, he expounded to them all things about himself in the scripture. And you know what they said? He said, ha, did not our hearts burn in us when he opened to us the scriptures? That's what I'm doing for you now. I, yet not I. But Christ God, I, Look at what I've told you about Elisha. What I've told you about, uh, about uh, uh, um, Naaman. What I've told you about Moses. Uh, it's not just written for them. It's written for us. A greater than Moses is here. A greater than Elisha is here. A greater than Solomon is here. A greater than Daniel is here. A greater than Esther is here. A greater than Mordecai is here. Oh, give yourselves a clap offering, somebody, if you believe. He's able to build you up and give you an inheritance. Jude chapter 1. We're just about to close. Two more scriptures. Jude chapter 1. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Anytime your hand wants to be slack, Anytime thoughts come to your mind, say, hey, this pastor, look, you don't mind him. The man, mouth sweet. Glory, 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 glory. <laughs> Will we ever see this? <laughs> hey, this glory. Uh, maybe, maybe it's for the millennium. Maybe it's not for now. <laughs> Once those thoughts bring that thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, remember the scripture says, he, the heavens will retain until the restitution of all things. Just not coming until all these things are fulfilled. Don't let anybody fool you. And don't let any devil deceive you. Jude has only one chapter. There's no Jude chapter 2. No matter how much revelation the person has, if it says Jude chapter 2. But ye beloved. Building up yourselves. When will Zion appear? When will the glory appear? When Zion is built up. See, he's told you how to do it. The word and the spirit. Building up yourselves. How? On your most holy faith. That you have the foundation of the word of God. You can't pray in the spirit without the foundation of the word of God. 
That's why you use life scriptures. You read your Bible. You pray in tongues. Then you begin to get, you know, revelation. The, 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 the word is already there in your mind. It's come through this, the, the eyes and the, the sense knowledge. It comes as mental knowledge. So it's there. Now, when you begin to pray in the spirit and you begin to pray in tongues, light from the spirit goes through your will that is open through your into your mind then it now enlightens the word that you've already read so it now moves watch this honey it moves now from letter to spirit you see when you read it you know ah, elisha did this uh, jeremiah said this ah, okay you, you know you know it mentally but when you now begin to pray in tongues the holy ghost now begins to sh- he now begins to pump life and power from your innermost being, the inner core and the outer core, into the mind, then it now enlightens your understanding. Then it goes from letter to spirit. Watch this, prof. That is the rock on which the church is built, that the gates of hell will not prevail against. That's revelation knowledge. And that's the process. You first of all just read the Bible. That's why you need to read your Bible every day. Then after you read your Bible, you know, you then pray a lot in tongues. Then the activity of the Holy Ghost begins. And then he begins to shed light upon what has been read. And then begins to give you revelation. Then you can come and start preaching like I'm preaching. You can now, you can now say, leprosy has a voice. Or ears. Can you imagine? The leprosy left him. No one I says every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess, including leprosy, including death. That's that's the one I really want to see. I want to see the others too, but I want to see that death one. Open the grave, break the tombstone, bring <laughs> bring the coffin out. Most of you won't go with me. <laughs> they say, Brother Olubi, you know, that thing has turned his head. The physics, he has mixed physics with Bible. Holy yet. You know, they say the same thing about Jesus. They say exactly the same thing about Jesus. You know, they say the same thing about Paul. All we Revelation people, they would think they were mad. <laughs> we got to close. So this is how. In Philippians chapter 3, verses 10 through 15, quickly, two more scriptures, this one and this one more, and then we're gone. Philippians chapter 3, am I talking to anybody here? We say, how? How am I going to lay hold on this hope? Basically, it's the word and the spirit. But we need a few more details here. You know, I discovered that the Bible is, is not superfluous. Everything is important in its place. It was written for a reason. That we may know him. Where Paul using I. The power of his resurrection. The fellowship of his sufferings. Being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain to the resurrection of the dead. He's not talking about the resurrection of the rapture. He's talking about the life of God being made manifest in our mortal flesh. Not as though I had already attained. I didn't hear you. Either were already perfect. 
He's talking about that perfect he spoke about in Colossians chapter 1. He's talking about the perfect that is in Ephesians chapter 4 in verses 13 and 15. He hadn't got there yet. He had seen it by revelation. He knew that's where we're going. He said, I'm not, I'm not there yet. He said, but I follow after. Oh my God. I said, but I follow after. If that I may apprehend. That for which also I am apprehended of Christ. He was even in his own time was trying, but they didn't get in their time. It wasn't for their time. Because the Bible says the third day I'll be perfected. And the third day hadn't yet come. But the revelation of it came. And it was kept for us for this time. And so in order. (laughs) Honey, listen to this. In order for us to believe it. God had Paul write an extra book. All the other books, you say, Paul and Apostle, Paul and Apostle, Paul and Apostle. But he said, you must write one more book. Write it to your people, the Hebrews. That's why Hebrews has no title. It has no author. But it is clear it is Paul. He even talks about Timothy there. So we know it's Paul. Do you understand? That's why he wrote here. We can't understand all this thing without Hebrews. And then in that book, Hebrews, he now says, write it. That... <laughs> to the heirs of the promise to show the immutability of his counsel. Hallelujah. God confirmed it with an oath. Because the things Paul wrote were impossible to believe in the natural. If that I may apprehend, verse 13, brethren, I can't know myself to have apprehended. That's Paul. But this one thing, that's why we sang that song today. One thing. So, folks, stop wasting your life. Stop wasting your time. Concentrate on one thing. The glory of God. This one thing, I didn't hear you. I do. Forgetting the things which are behind. Reaching forth onto those things which are before. I do what? Press. I'm going to lay hold. Toward the mark. For the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Verse 15. Let us therefore. I didn't hear you. Who are, who are, who are the people amongst the us? If you are part of, you, know, you want to be amongst. You know, it's not, it's, it, he didn't write it to everybody. He wrote it to everybody. But he didn't write it to everybody. He says, let us therefore. Everybody read it. And if you think you are part of us, then put your hand up. Don't put your hand up yet. When you finish reading it, if you think you are part of us, then put your hand up. Let us, therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus-minded. And if in anything you be otherwise-minded, God shall reveal even this to you. If you are a part of that, then read the next verse. Verse 16 is an admonition. Nevertheless, where to we have already attained, let us what? Walk by the same rule, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And let us mind the same thing. Last scripture, Romans chapter 8. It's complete. This, this is what we call exact knowledge. Incidentally, you know, I saw that some groups, one or two groups, you know, had started distributing E.W. Kenyon books in their, uh, on their WhatsApp platform. And I encouraged them. Now, I deliberately didn't say this because I don't know what the copyright rules are. <laughs> so I don't know if you really have a right to go and download that thing, the PDF file. I know it's available on the internet, although I also know because I send offerings to the Kenyon Ministries every month. 
I even know one of the people there, you know, and uh, they appreciate me and all of that, you know. So I don't want to say my church, our people should go and be downloading the thing free of charge, you know. I would actually say you should go and buy. If you go to the, just put Kenyon, you know, uh, this maybe ten dollars. It's not it's not too expensive, you know. And there are four books, you know. There were actually three that they downloaded because I mentioned it in church, but I didn't mention the fourth one, and I want to say it now, you know. There are four of them. Number one, the father and his family. Number two, the Bible in the light of our redemption. Number three, the hidden man of the heart. Number four, the fourth one I did mention, the two kinds of life. All these books are important. But if you read these four, you will probably get everything that is in all the other books. It's, 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 it's a treasure store. Let's give Dr. Kenyon a super clap offering. A treasure. And I, I read those books 42 years ago in 1980. I still have them in my library. I mean, I don't read them anymore. But occasionally when I'm inspired, I just pick something. I just go and look at one. In particular, if you go and look at Hidden Man of the Heart, there's one chapter. I think it's about chapter 20. I'm not sure exactly. You know, the name of the chapter is Exact Knowledge. It helped me so much that there could be exact knowledge. Romans 8. We're going to close now. Am I helping anybody here? Let all the believers say yes. <laughs> okay. Likewise, 8.26, we all know the scripture. We're talking, how? How am I going to lay hold on this glory? How? The word and the spirit. Builds your, but now he gives you more detail here. Jude tells you in principle, here he gives you detail. Likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. The original Greek taught us this. He says, Take hold together with us against our infirmities. Helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit, the give me New King James, the spirit or, or, or New International Version. The Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that word cannot express. This is the most accurate rendition of what groaning is in all the translations I've seen. That's exactly what it is. It's a groan. It is not words. It's not tongues. It's a groan. Which is a consequence of a stiffening, a tightening of your stomach muscles... That will now push the power of God, pump the power of God out from your innermost being, out, you know, into the rest of the outer core, then the rest of the inner man through your mouth goes into the soul, goes into the body, goes into circumstances. Verse 27. And he who searches our hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, that he knows what the Holy Ghost wants to achieve. Because the Spirit intercedes for us the saints in accordance with God's will. What is God's will? Verse 28. Verse 28. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those that love him. This is the accurate translation. It's not all things work together. You see, if you are praying, then you push God into the power of God into circumstances and that is now what causes all things to work together for your good. Everything will not work together for your good if you're not praying. Who have been called? I didn't hear you. 
according to his purpose. Now turn to him and say, what purpose? Verse 29. Verse 29. For those God foreknew, he also predestinated. This is, this is the goal. This is the laying hold of the hope. To the likeness of his son, that he might what be? The what? Firstborn among all of us. Stand to your feet. That's where God is taking us. And so that we not be discouraged along the way. He, he confirmed the promise with an oath. So your hand will not be slack in battle. So you have a strong consolation to lay hold on the hope that is set before you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.